Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Being a student athlete at BYU runs in the family, apparently, for offensive tackle Blake Freeland. His dad was a member of the football team in the mid-90s, while his mom was an all-American women's basketball player. Freeland, now standing at 6'8 and 305 pounds, is garnering some attention as BYU's starting left tackle. For today's NFL Draft Prospects Spotlight interview, Ryan Roberts spoke with Freeland. Before we get to that interview, though, folks, I do need to tell you about today's sponsor, which is Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all of your pro and college football action this year. With a new and updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the, where the game starts. Now joining the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect podcast, I have starting left tackle from the BYU Cougars, Mr. Blake Freelance, who I was just talking to Blake before we started here, uh, just kind of talking about, you know, catching glimpses of him, number 71 on film, keep writing it on, you know, on the side of my notepad, and I do some background information, and I have to tell you, man, if you guys don't know who Blake yet is from a college football or an NFL draft perspective, I think that you are going to be pleasantly surprised to get an eyes on him. Welcoming Blake into the show. Blake, appreciate you hopping on, man. How's everything been going? Doing well. Thanks for having me on. It's a, it's a pleasure. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So I, I kind of want to run this a little bit as, as a journey, Blake, because I know you're a you're a Utah guy originally, mm-hmm. Harriman High School, um, who I know is, is a good program out there. And obviously you stayed in the home state. So first and foremost, I know you have family ties. I know your dad played football at BYU. I know your sister, I think, still goes to BYU. If I, I think your older mm-hmm. sister is there as well. So there's family ties to stay there. Um, talk to me a little bit, though, just about recruiting and why ultimately BYU was the best spot. Um, Recruiting-wise, I feel like uh, I had a lot of connections at BYU um, just from both my parents. My mom uh, played basketball and volleyball here, too. Nice. So um, – I kind of got a, an early look at uh, BYU and got offered as a after my sophomore year, and uh, it was it was kind of cool. Um, I started talking to other schools, and so I committed early uh, to BYU. Started talking to other schools, 
um, ended up getting offered by Utah. And I mean, growing up, always a BYU fan, you know, it's, it's hard to, hard to get an offer from Utah and like not just put it down right away. But I mean, they, they showed me around and they treated me, treated me well. Um, and I really grew to kind of respect the program and stuff, but ended up sticking with, sticking with BYU. Um, I was, I was kind of a, kind of a raw athlete coming out of high school because I never really played a line D line until my senior year. I played a little tight end and defensive end. Um, but yeah, it, it was kind of, kind of cool going through that. Yeah, man. And I want that perfect, perfectly leads to my next question because I went back into just some of your high school rosters and I saw, quarterback at one point you like you said you transitioned to tight end and a little bit of defensive end senior season so talk to me a little bit about the transition man like when you were going through the recruiting process were there schools that were telling you BYU Utah was it like we think that eventually you're going to grow into an offensive tackle where you're being recruited for a different position and maybe a little bit into the weight gain that you've had since you got there yeah so I'd say it was it was a weird transition but growing up um or I guess my high school career was kind of my dad was in my ear. He's like, "You're gonna end up playing like O line or D line, so just keep gaining the weight, keep playing the position you want to, but just keep gaining that weight." And I was able to start my sophomore junior year at quarterback, and then my senior year we had a young guy that was pretty good, and they, um, I talked to my coach, and he kind of agreed with me, and he allowed me to play tight end while the other dude took over, and. uh I think that helped a lot, just kind of getting a different mindset in the game because quarterback and, I guess, D-line D is a completely different game. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was good. My dad just kind of pushed gaining weight my whole high school career and it just slowly packed on. And as I got older, it was easier to pack that weight on. For sure. And and I know the the one cool thing I liked about your background, I want to boast about you for a second, is everybody while offensive line play, they're usually talking about wrestlers. I know everyone loves that. But for me, offensive tackles, I love looking at the throwing background because that for me tells me about flexibility and core strength, which is essential playing offensive tackle. And I mean, a little bit into your track career, we're talking about, a, I think it was a 64 plus foot shot putter. And if you don't know these, the context of these for the listeners out there, these are incredible numbers. He's a state champion, I believe, in all three events. So he was a 64-plus shot putter, 165, I think, in the disc, somewhere in yeah, that ballpark. Like that. And then, yeah, and then I think, like, this one took me really by surprise, man, because, like, you see offensive linemen putting it out there with shot put a lot ton. You see the discus background as well. Then you were 180-plus foot javelin thrower as well, which is mm-hmm. pretty rare for, for a guy that obviously has transitioned offensive tackle. Talk to me a little bit about, because I don't think people understand this enough, the import the the background for track and throwing specifically, how much that has helped your development as an athlete in general. Um, I would kind of just focus on the explosiveness uh, aspect of it. I mean, every day we were training different. We had a really good uh, track and field coach, so he put us through a lot of drills that were really good, and uh, just kind of worked on our foot quickness um, and just explosiveness. And I think that really. Translate translates over to offensive line really well. Yeah, absolutely. And was there ever any conversation about any schools maybe doing both when you were there, or was there a track dream at one point? Like, what was the track background as far as potentially playing in college? Um, you know, I got some of those like random letters from random schools in high school, but um, 
I kind of talked to the BYU track coach because my sister does track and field, and mm-hmm. he kind of just allowed me to, or sent out like an invitation to just come out um, if I ever felt like it and like pick up the shot and throw it a little bit. But I didn't really take it up. I threw a little bit this this last spring though, which was which was kind of fun. Yeah, that's well, looking back to it, man. It's, yeah. it's like something. It's weird, right? Being away from it for a little bit and then yeah. kind of picking it back up, you know? Yeah, nice to switch it up for sure. And, and now I kind of obviously want to get into the career you've had so far. Obviously, you're a guy that had to wait a little bit. I know, you know, obviously you had Brady Christensen who's playing for the Carolina Panthers. Yet you, you had Herring at the other offensive tackle. I know he rotated in a guard and tackle, but BYU's offensive line over the last couple of years has been fantastic. So can you just give me a little insight into? You know, kind of waiting your turn. I know you played a little bit. I think you started a couple of games, but just being able to work behind so many great offensive linemen who are now playing on the professional level, how do you feel like that was that was beneficial to your development? Um, it was really good. I mean, I was I would always watch film on those dudes. Um, I was able to play with them a lot. I ended up starting like sixteen or seventeen games my first couple of years. Yeah, and uh, it was just really good. They're old dudes that kind of knew offensive line and like kind of the steps it would take to be a be an elite dude and it was just uh really important for me i think to just sit back and watch and learn and take everything as as i as i could from them and i would love to hear maybe what was the easiest transition and toughest transition because i have to tell you i like your pass sets if you would have told me that you were an offensive tackle forever i would have believed it completely because you look very comfortable in your pass sets working in that area run game. I think there's been huge improvements, obviously, you know, over the last couple of years to what we're seeing now. But what do you feel like has been maybe the easiest when you made that transition? Um, and then what was the toughest part of playing offensive tackle? Um, the easiest? Shoot, I don't know. Oh, sorry, Blake. I just lost your oh. audio. There we go. Are we good? All right. Yes. Um, I'd say the easiest – I don't know if there's an easy part of it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just I think being surrounded by a, a really good coaching staff and a lot of like veteran players, I think that made it easier. But um, I mean, I, I'd say the easiest part was probably the summer conditioning because I came in at like 270. <laughs> that's that's about it. <laughs> Love it, man. And obviously, you know, with you being now the headliner of the group with a couple of those guys gone, I think. Personally, and this is just my opinion. I think you're the best that's going to come out over the last few years and into you know next year or this year or whenever ultimately you make the jump. How do you feel like you have developed now into 2021? Because I feel like I went back and watched just a little bit of your stuff in the past, but like for me, you look so much so much more comfortable. You look like you are just in command. How has the development been from first couple of years to where you are now? Um, I'd say being in my third year now. Uh, my first year, I was kind of just surviving. Like, I, I was playing a lot and kind of just trying not to mess everything up, you know? Um, just flying around, giving as much energy as I could. Second year, felt more comfortable. Um, kind of felt like I've been there before, and it was good, but it just wasn't um, wasn't perfect. And then my third year, I feel like it's, I'm able to really lock in and focus on the little things rather than um, just the position itself, you know? And are there some guys, Blake, because I'm sure, you know, playing different positions, you probably watch, you know, maybe a bunch of different players at different positions. But as you have made this transition, did you watch any NFL guys as far as like trying to pick up on technique and trying to emulate them to a degree? Or like there are, are there any offensive tackles in that realm for you? Um, I mean, I got a couple dudes. Um, 
Tyron Smith, freaking awesome. Such a beast. Um, love watching him. Um, Taylor Luan, always fun to watch. And just love taking stuff from his, his game. Um, Staley, always always good. Just just some of the veterans and it's it's just good watching because they're all they're all a little bit different, but it's just good picking up things that um I really enjoy to or I really feel like I could do. And I'd love a little insight for this season. I only got a couple more questions for you, but obviously, you know, you guys lose Zach, who, you know, number two overall pick, obviously a great mm-hmm. football player. You lose a couple other players um, on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, obviously when a team has that much success, there's going to be some turnover. But mm-hmm. for you, I mean, you guys are playing at a high level so far. How has the transition just been, you know, kind of developing the new um, the new identity of this team? And how, how has the, just the 2021 season been for you guys so far as a team? Um, I think going into the season and all through the offseason, we really focused on trying to prove ourselves that we were we don't really need or we because we had kind of a weaker schedule last year we we try to prove ourselves that uh kind of we're a we're a better team than people think even though we we ended 11 and one um we kind of just wanted to prove ourselves and with all those dudes going um to the league it was good just to we had dudes back up like stepping up and just just good players i think we'll be able to send more dudes off this year too for sure and are there maybe some goals for the rest of the season individually team wise obviously you're off to a great start I know you know I'm not really a huge pro football focus fan but I know they have you graded very highly obviously you're you're well received in in that department you're off to a great start the team is off to a good start what do you feel like would make it a good ending to the season moving forward um I would just say play to our highest potential um I mean, we can't we can't keep dropping games like we. Uh, um, I mean, I guess just playing playing our best every game, just leaving it out there. I feel like ending the season with no regrets will be kind of ideal at the end. Mm-hmm. And then, last question for you. Obviously, I'm a guy that you know, being an NFL draft guy, I think that there is a world of potential with a player like you. And I know you're draft eligible. Hey, maybe you come out this year. Maybe it's two years. I know you have the extra COVID year as well. Obviously the grants to everybody. So like, who knows when it's going to happen? Just my final question though, is when it ultimately does happen, how much of a blessing would that be? And how long is potentially playing in the NFL been a dream? I mean, playing in the NFL is something you think of as a little kid, like once you first kind of know what football is, once you start watching football with your parents, um, I mean, I think it would be such a great opportunity to go. And yeah, just, just it would be a dream come true, you know. I love it, man. Again, joined here by Blake Freeland, star offensive tackle for BYU Cougars. Make sure to check him out, number 71. If you haven't already, I would definitely recommend it by all regards, whether you're a college football fan, whether you're listening to this for the NFL draft analysis. Whatever, one of the best offensive tackles in college football. I think he could be one of the best offensive tackles selected in next year's draft if he decides to take it. But Blake, I really appreciate this again, man. Appreciate you hopping on. This is fantastic. I know I it's always fun to, you know, read the read the background and all that stuff, but it, being able to hear it firsthand and being able to just connect, really appreciate the time, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.